The star-spangled banner fooled the memorial site, now a two-decade-old tradition where the families of the victims and the survivors from that fateful day are placed front and centre. Moments of silence capturing the exact time the towers were hit and fell. President Biden delivering a message from the White House overnight. Whether it's the first year or the 20th, children have grown up without parents and parents have suffered without children. Husbands and wives have had to find ways forward without their partners in their life with them. Brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts, loved ones and friends have had to celebrate birthdays and milestones with a hole in their heart. No matter how much time has passed, these commemorations bring everything painfully back, as if you just got the news a few seconds ago. An American flag unfurled on the west side of the Pentagon at dawn to remember the over 120 people who perished when a third plane smashed into the headquarters of America's Defense Department, while a third memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, to commemorate the bravery of passengers who brought down the fourth hijacked commercial jetliner before it could reach the nation's capital. The days that followed September 11, 2001, we saw heroism everywhere in places expected and unexpected. We also saw something all too rare, a true sense of national unity. Unity and resilience, the capacity to recover and repair in the face of trauma, unity and service, the 9-11 generation stepping up to serve and protect in the face of terror, to get those terrorists who were responsible, to show everyone seeking to do harm to America that we will hunt you down and we will make you pay. That will never stop, today, tomorrow, ever, from protecting America. Amanda Higley was four years old when her 29-year-old father, Robert, perished in the attacks. My father, Robert D.W. Higley II. Dad, it has been 20 years since you've been gone, and there's nothing I can say more than I miss goofing off with you, I miss your jokes. And nothing more makes me smile than the light I see in the smile of my daughter, who reminds me so much of you. We love and miss you. And I still wish you could be here to see how amazing we're, and proud we're making you for, to be. And while almost 3,000 died, over 6,000 were injured. And many survived, including Tom Canavan, who was buried in the basement of the South Tower of the World Trade Center when it collapsed on top of him. I couldn't even see my hands. My eyes were open. Um, going through my mind was it got really dark, it got really quiet that I'm dead. And then the second feeling was, wow, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I didn't feel anything. But at that point, now I'm like, it's 2001 New York City. How, how, is, this, how is this stuff happening? And my son is turning three. There's a birthday party next, next month. My wife is pregnant. Like, what, what, your brain, so many things go through it. I'm sure other things went through that I just don't remember. And I started to taste grit in my teeth. And I started to smell smoke. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm alive. A day that forever changed America. Now a time of remembrance for so many who will never forget. And a new generation that will only learn about these attacks and its aftermath in museums and history books. I'm Sherman Bryce in New York.